0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is BELIEVE.
1: Hey hoopheads! we all hate ankle sprains and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFAST, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance, and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code Hoopheads to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code Hoopheads to get 20% off. What's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers podcast, part of the Hoop Heads podcast network. I'm Yola Gazza. I'm joined by McKay Westbrook. And today we have a special guest on the show, contributor to Fansided's The Lake Show Life. Josh Terrell is with us today. Hey, Josh, welcome back to the show.
2: Hey, guys, how's it going? Uh, Good to be back. Uh, Excited to to talk more Lakers basketball. Had a a good time, definitely. uh, Last time I was on, so glad to be back.
1: Yeah, I think it's been a you know it's been a while kind of uh, since you last hopped on our show. I think last time, Lakers, yeah, definitely. the the Lakers were in the first round uh, of the playoffs against the the Blazers, and we just came off a very dominant game two win.
2: Yeah, yep, that's a yep, that's what I was gonna say. We were we were talking about uh, the Blazers matchup and and the adjustments we were we were looking for there after the after that uh, bounce back win. So. Definitely good to be back talking about the the past couple games and looking forward to the Nuggets game coming up here.
1: Yep, yep. It, yeah, man, I think uh, I, I'm glad that you you uh, decided to hop back on. Um, so, you know, you, you kind of gave a little bit of what we were going to talk about here today, but, uh, um, you know, we today we're going to talk about the, the recent games we just had um, first against our rivals, the Celtics, and then also the Hawks game that we just saw tonight. Um our second segment, then we'll preview the upcoming Nuggets uh, matchup, and and then you know our third segment we'll we'll save a discussion there on you know we, uh, just an early discussion on on the trade de- deadline and how the Lakers are sort of doing so far uh, with that in the backdrop. But uh, let's first talk about these these recent games. Um, Saturday we played the Celtics and we beat them. Uh, I think the score was 96 to 95. Right. And then, uh, and was a very close match. And then the Hawks tonight, we won one Oh seven to 99. Um, so, you know, Lakers maintained five and two in this recent road, but overall we're 12 and two on the road and then 16 and six overall. So, you know, let me, let me know your thoughts guys on, on these two recent games. what did you guys think of them?
0: Um, you know the first thing I, I think is uh they were both very close throughout the the entirety of their games i I felt like the Lakers had um trouble at times for sure holding their leads uh I, I think the most frustrating thing was seeing the Lakers nearly blow their lead against the the Celtics um in the last two minutes we had a a seven point lead with under two minutes to go and Jason Tatum just started tearing us up and it literally came down to that last play and um, we only ended up winning because uh, Tice missed a, a put back layup and uh, you know we, we barely squeezed that one out we were lucky um, it it was a win you know for sure but uh in some ways it didn't feel like a win um i I feel like we got to tighten some things up Mm -hmm. i felt like there was a lot of sloppiness tonight as well well Um, well let's let's
1: let's talk a little bit about that last play since you brought it up you know i want to get more into that i think i think uh uh, you know some of these players deserve a little bit of a shout out for for what they they did against you know on that last play against the celtics right um, yeah. You no. Know, who, 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 who? You know. Which? You know. Just throwing it out there. Who? Which players? Do Josh? Did you think uh, stood out to you that last play where Ad kind of you know fumbled the ball?
2: Yeah. I mean, I was definitely um, the that last possession was obviously uh, kind of um, got got uh, all of us holding our breath. I think uh, at the end there. But I, I definitely was am Im, uh, was impressed with um, the way that uh, they got back after uh, the turnover there. Um, mm-hmm. I think uh, AC once again, you know, he always comes up big in those situations. He got Take back. Care. You know, it's 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 something that you can always count on. Mm-hmm. Like even um, even tonight, like even tonight, he got the he got the, he got that offensive offensive rebound at the end of the game to to seal the deal. Um, and those plays, uh, especially at the end of that Celtics game, you know, he he always comes up big in those situations where, you know, it always does it doesn't show up on the stat sheet, but but he's making those winning plays and and it's a big deal for the Lakers.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I I think AC's a huge contributor um, to that. And I I think sometimes Kuzma's defense can can get overlooked, um speaking not necessarily uh to the Boston game, but to tonight, I, I felt like Kuzma, uh, showed some, I I guess real, uh, what the, the kind of discipline that he has on defense. Um, when we were watching the Lakers game, we we're getting a little bit frustrated with THT and, and how he kind of bites all the time on defense and, and, uh, that can get him in, in trouble, especially playing against somebody like Trey Young. And there's just such a stark difference between um him and and Kuzma. And that those kinds of things just come with defense. Um not not knocking THT's defense as a whole, but um just against some of these these better players, you know, it's hard not to get um pulled into into these head fakes and um you know it, it's just um good basketball IQ on the defensive end and i think uh kuzma you know here and there he'll he'll have flashes of of things that'll impress me um i wish i i saw it on a more regular basis but um he'll do things like that that remind me that he can actually play ball
2: yeah i was definitely impressed um a couple, uh, this especially tonight, there were a couple possessions that stood out, especially uh, with Kuz, Kuz taking uh, Trey Young off the dribble, um, guarding Trey Young off the dribble, where uh, you know he he guarded him as well as anybody else on the on the on the roster the rest of the game. So that was surprising to me for sure. Um, but yeah, he definitely the the consistency thing, obviously, like you were you were talking about, McKay is, is important that he needs to improve absolutely.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I, you know, just, uh, I think, uh, teach, he has a lot to learn, but, uh, um, you know, he has some great, uh, coaches behind him. He has great players like, uh, Anthony Davis, obviously, uh, uh as well as Marcus saw. And then, you know, obviously Trez was, was great on in both games. Um, and not, not necessarily, you know, that, that, things that fill up the stat sheet, but just because of his hustle, uh, you know, um, I thought, you know, McKay, you, you mentioned uh, Thais, or however you say his name, um, get that rebound. um, But if it wasn't for Trez and his great box out, you know, during those last, you know, couple seconds left, um, you know, Thais would have had a great, uh, look at the basket without that great box out by treads. Um I think that also, you, McKay, you mentioned there's a few things that we need to to handle or or take care of. We're trying to figure out, you know, what to do with them. Th- that Trey Young pick and roll with Capella was so good tonight that we couldn't stop it. Would you guys think about that?
2: Yeah, I I definitely think um, that we are missing because that uh, missing that that real five because Gasol is does is it does not affect the um, the offense the way that Howard or McGee did, and uh, Harold doesn't either. So uh, the fact that AD um, you know a lot of the times even on the defensive end, um, a lot of his blocks come when he's you know moving into the paint rather than when he's already in the paint being a rim protector. So. I think that that has uh, made it a lot more difficult uh, on both ends, honestly, for the Lakers when they're getting a lot less production, I think, from uh, Marcus Gasol than they thought they would. And uh, Trez is so undersized that um, he's hard to use as a true five uh, offensively and and defensively. So I think that uh, the pick and roll, especially with bigs like Capella, are going to be tough for the Lakers to stop um, until, you know, the come playoff time when, when AD really commits to play in the five. And
0: yeah, I, I think um, that's, that's exactly it. And when we go against these premier players in the league, like Trey young um, to a degree, we're going to have to live with some of that. Um, but they they are, they're just so good on, on that pick and roll. Um, and Trey Young will will run that down in the key as opposed to um at, at the top of the key or, or behind the three. Um he'll he'll run that fairly fairly close down though just to um bait out our center. And as soon as he gets that mismatch, he'll he lobs it up and Capella's there to uh there to slam it. And I Knock I think every- How little
2: marcus all gets off the floor when he jumps it's yeah
0: Yeah. and that's definitely (laughs) where you you start to see his age and where ad could i think could really excel if we get him down in at that five um you know it's a tough thing we got rid of some of our bigs that um that, that were real defensive contributors last year. I I really think we should have picked up Dwight Howard again this year, and I think he could have served for just that purpose. Um, but, yeah, I, I think we're, we're getting a little bit confused about what to do there. Uh, there were some plays where even Kuzma and LeBron were kind of looking at each other. Uh, there, there's a lack of communication down there, and we're getting lost a little bit. So I, I think there are some things that we still got to pick up. We got to figure out um we're we're still rated as the best defensive team out in the NBA, um but I still see room for improvement there,
1: oh, for sure and for sure, and I think yeah. you know I think we're gonna a, a lot of the discussion that we're having now, i think it it'll lend a hand to the discussion that we'll have in our third segment um but uh let's go ahead and 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 take a quick break here first and then. When we do come back, we'll uh, we'll first you know preview our our Lakers, the the Lakers versus Nuggets game uh, coming upcoming this this Thursday, and then we'll get to that discussion on, in the third segment. But uh, guys, stay tuned, and we'll talk to you guys soon. Hey, hoopheads! We appreciate you listening to this episode of Hashtag #Lakers. Be sure to check out these other NBA pods on the Hoopheads Podcast Network, including Cavalier Central, Risen Grind, Nuck If You Buck, Three Hundred Five Culture, and Blazing the Path. Also, don't miss our Coaching focused podcast, Thrive with Trevor Huffman, Beyond the Ball, the CoachMaze.com podcast, Players Court, and Bleachers and Boards. Oh, and don't forget to check out our flagship, the Hoopheads podcast, hosted by me, Mike Cleansing, and my co-host Jason Sunkel, featuring the best minds in the game from grassroots to the NBA.
0: Hey guys, this is McKay with the hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys, with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on JerseyBirdOfficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com.
1: Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with McKay and Josh. And on this segment of the show, we will preview the upcoming matchup against the Denver Nuggets. Um, so, you know, let me let me know what you guys are thinking about this game and, you know, how are you feeling about it as we head into it?
0: Yeah, you know, uh, Nikola Jokic has been putting up some MVP caliber numbers this year for sure. Uh, he's been coming out to play and showing us that he he's continually been getting better. Um, I think in this particular matchup, it's going to be key for us to put AD down on the five. If we look back to um, last year's playoffs, uh, a large reason we won is because Dwight Howard was able to mostly shut down Jokic, um on the defensive end, and I think we're going to need that help from Anthony Davis in this next game. Like we saw in this game, sometimes Marc Gasol just can't get that done underneath anymore.
1: Going off that, I think um, I wanted to ask you about uh, how uh, Vogel will use Trez against, uh, you know, Jokic.
0: I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Jokic is definitely a lot bigger than him. Um, I, I don't know if, uh Montrez will be up to the task. I, I hope he is. He's definitely inspired a lot of confidence uh, in me on his uh, defensive ability in the last few games. He's, he's played incredible. Um, I, I'd like to see what he can do against him, but uh, I do think he is a little bit undersized, and we will inevitably have to utilize AD for that at that number five position.
1: Yeah, I I think you're right. I think, um, look, like you said, Jokic is having an MVP caliber year. He's averaging, you know, 25 points, uh, near triple-double, I think more boards than assists. But uh, the other night, dude, Jokic uh, put up 47 points, dude, um, uh, against the Jazz. Uh, I know he has a game tonight, um, so we'll see what the those numbers look like against the Pistons, but uh, uh, you know th- that's one person, and then you have to worry about Jamal Murray. I know that he's a, a, has a slow start to the season so far. than you know what we expect; he's only averaging around like 19 points, about uh, just less than than half uh, or less than five um, assists per game. Uh, which is way below his standards, right? But I still, you know, I, I I expect the Denver Nuggets to go out there and, like our previous guest from our la- our, our latest pod, um, Geo mentioned that teams are always going to bring their best games against the Lakers, um, and you know, it, it it look it wasn't long ago where. Jamal Murray was putting up 50 points in the postseason. So, um, you know, I, I expect him to come out firing. And we'll see how the, the Lakers handle it when um, a good team like the Denver Nuggets uh, them, punches them in the face.
0: Yeah, I, I think speaking to Jamal Murray, um, it's pretty obvious that he's a, a totally different caliber player in the playoffs than, than he is typically in the regular season. That just goes to show that he's a team player. Um, he he wants to get other people involved and isn't necessarily looking um, to, to be the most ball-dominant player on the team. But when it comes to it, he can definitely turn it on and he can um, take over when his team needs it. And I expect Jamal Murray to to show up big in our game against the Nuggets, just uh, because I I imagine it'll be a, a little bit of a grudge match for us taking them out in the playoffs.
2: Yeah, I, I definitely think that um, our our defense uh, is is going to be uh, big against the Nuggets, obviously, with uh, Jokic and, and Murray. But I, I'm more concerned, I think, about the offense getting back on track. Like, the last couple games, I feel like even the last maybe – uh, four or five games. Um, you know, the, the last two games they won tonight in, the, in Boston and then the, the, the two games they lost before that, I think the offense has been a little bit stagnant. Um, you know, I think they're uh, lacking some some scoring outside of uh, LeBron uh, and AD. And then obviously uh, Schroeder's um, been there occasionally. Um, his, his shooting hasn't been uh too efficient but he's 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 contributed but um at the same time you know ad hasn't been himself on the offensive end so you know we did just we held uh atlanta which is a a really good offensive team to um under 100 points we we held boston you know to 90 95 points so i'm not worried at all honestly about our defense i think that we have um, the best defense in the league. I think we have the best defender in the league uh, with AD. And, but, yeah, I mean, KCP, for example, KCP um, against Boston uh, didn't score. I think tonight he shot like four of 13 from the field. So um, I, I think hopefully I think it's going to be important, um, especially, you know, uh, national ga- national televised game against the Nuggets uh, Western Conference Finals mat- uh, rematch think that it's important to get the offense back on track.
1: No, I, I completely agree. I think um, I think it's going to be a tough matchup. Obviously for some reason um, when the Lakers play at home this season, they haven't been great um, and hopefully you know, we have a couple, a few days here before the game uh, on Thursday. Hopefully the Lakers you know, they'll, they'll be heading back home tonight or tomorrow morning, whenever, but, uh, they'll be with their families and then hopefully they can just focus on this next game and, and really do some film work and, and, um, figure out why they're being so stagnant the, on the offensive end. And then, you know, uh, maybe have a couple of practices because I know that there was that report that came out, or I guess, I guess, uh, I think it was Kuzma and, and LeBron James, who spoke about it on a post game that, uh, you know there haven't there hasn't really been a lot of practices lately um, and they're using these games as as practice but uh, we're actually gonna talk about that uh on our next uh next segment but um I don't know if you guys have any final thoughts before we we head
2: on to that like you said like uh Kuzman uh, had said that they were kind of using those those games as practice so hopefully um they'll be able to get a couple um normal practices and that'll, that'll get them back into their routine and um, uh, touching on what you said you know about about their struggles at home I honestly think that part of that is um, you know other on the road uh, they're able to to have you know some fans but you know uh, in California they're not allowing any fans and staples at all so I do think that gives them a little bit of an extra extra juice
0: that they don't get from from being at home um i th- i think there's definitely a lot more distractions in LA um and with without that crowd presence it definitely makes it difficult um the the nuggets have not been doing particularly well this season in terms of their win to loss ratio um so you can expect them to to come out and and play hard but Hopefully their struggles will continue and and the Lakers will prevail. Yeah, for
1: sure. Um, all right, well let's let's take our, our our last break here, and when we come back again, we, we'll talk about uh, you know what's going on with the Lakers so far and how we're feeling about them, and then you know uh, recognize at the backdrop of all of this our deadlines that are coming up that which we'll mention on on the third segment but uh stay tuned guys and we'll talk to you guys in a minute hey guys let me tell you about these delicious protein bars they're called built bars ever heard of them the typical protein bar is dense gritty and difficult to chew not built Bar though, the texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure, dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree, there isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to buildbar.com and use promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LAKERPOD to get 10% off your order at builtbar.com. Welcome back to the hashtag Lakers podcast. I'm here with McKay and Josh Terrell, and um, you know the, we we had said before the break. LeBron James and Kyle Kuzma recently said that uh, the Lakers do m- most of their pregame work in in the film room, and and then also they learn on the fly uh, during these games. They have to pretty much treat treat each game like like a practice and, and figure things out. Um, and Rob Polinka had a similar comment that, you know, it'll take like the Lakers. Normally it would take them like 20 games to kind of figure these things out. But now with the shortened season, it's more like 30 to 35 games until they get a good sense of this team and, you know, what it really lacks and what it needs. So, you know, we're seeing some of these responses from Lakers players and the franchise itself, on why the Lakers are performing the way they have been. And then in the background of all of this, right, there are some notable deadlines. Uh, Number one is, you know, February 5th, uh, trade restrictions are lifted for the following players, Montrez Harrell, Wesley Matthews, Mark Gasol, Markeith Morris, Quinn Cook, and Jared Dudley. Uh, On February 16th, the Lakers can offer Dennis Schroeder a new contract exchange extension um, that could be you know a max of 83 million dollars for four years um, and then february 24th it, the lakers can sign a player with over two years of experience to a prorated veteran minimum contract um, they, they couldn't do it they can't do it until february 24th because they're operating under a hard cap um, obviously triggered because of uh, their use of the full mid-level exception in the off season. and then of course you have March 25th, which is you know oh, almost two months away um, from uh, the time we're recording now is the trade deadline. So you know, Josh McKay, what what are your thoughts on the Lakers so far? You know, as we kind of think about how many games do, these games that we've played and the dates and the deadlines that are are slowly but steadily approaching, you know, um, what do you think? I mean, I I don't want to lead the conversation if maybe we'll make a move or not, or we'll stay with the squad. But, you know, what what do you guys, what do you guys think?
2: I definitely uh, think that the Lakers, I mean, I don't think they would, uh, you know, necessarily be looking to make a move uh, just to make, just to make a move. Um, like there are like a lot of other teams, you know, will will shake things up um, just to kind of uh, maximize the potential of their team, or, um, or or try to switch some something up if if something's not working. So I think that the Lakers um, have a really good team right now, and I think that a big part of, um, of the way the Lakers are built is um, is about you know chemistry and and stuff like that they really uh, enjoy playing with each other so i don't think that you're going to see the lakers trading um any of their uh key players that, that play a lot of minutes so um you know one thing i could see happening maybe is um them trading uh some players off the bench you know for for someone like i i still uh i still want to see derrick rose on the lakers I, I don't know how realistic that is uh, especially um you know I don't know uh, if if they're still considering trading Kuzma or not. Um, his new contract makes it a lot easier to trade him uh, to match salaries with players that would likely be um, returned if if he were to be dealt. So I wouldn't mind um, making a move like that. You know, to to improve the bench, someone like Derek Rose or like a J.J. Redick who who might be available. Um, but I I definitely don't think that the Lakers should should make a lot of moves or, or change a lot about what they're doing right now.
0: Yeah, I, I share kind of the same sentiment. Um, I think that the Lakers are in a pretty good spot right now. You know, we've talked about a lot of the their failings where they've um they're playing sloppy on on either end of the court or yeah, um, you know, different things that they're kinda of still trying to figure out. But it's like Yoa said, you know, Rob Polinka thinks that it's gonna take circa 30 to 35 games for us to really get things figured out and though we have these struggles um, the rest of the league is experiencing the exact same thing and that's why we're still uh, pretty far up there in the standings Um, until just last week we were number one in the league um, and us falling to number three uh, in the west I think is in part to do with the fact that we went on a seven game road trip. You know, it's, it's difficult to, to win all of your road trip games um, with all the traveling and just playing at, you know, playing away from home. And I, I think that the Lakers are probably not going to make any big time moves. I know there were reports that we could score Bradley Beal. Uh, if we could, that would have been incredible. I don't see that happening. Um, but I guess time will tell.
1: I think it's a little bit too early um, to think about uh, trading a player, especially um, if um, you know we're still trying to figure things out. I sure, like we we could see. You know, some of those issues that uh, uh, keep popping up, you know, every now and then, especially um, like today, like we talked about against Capella, where we need someone, you know, we need a real uh, five <laughs> uh, on the team. Um, and as we thought about uh, going up against the Denver Nuggets as well, uh, you know, we have a lot of things to figure out still uh, how to. Um, I think I think we just need to remember, like uh, as fans, as uh, that uh, Lakers are figuring things out. Like McKay said, there's it's a shortened season. Everyone, uh, every other team is 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 dealing with the same thing. Vogel um, is trying his hard to figure out how to best optimize his players, his minutes, the rotations. Right, I know a few players had sat out, had to sit out. You know, I think for this for the Celtics game and for the Hawks game, right? I think it was uh, the, 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 victims were um, Wesley Matthews and, and Marquise Morris, uh, you know, we didn't get to see them. And then obviously we're not seeing Quinn cook. We're not seeing Jared Dudley, but that's because he's injured. Um, so, you know, uh, we're, we're still figuring th- things out, but uh, um, I think as it gets closer to these dates uh, particularly as we get closer to the March 25th trade deadline then maybe the lakers might consider it but uh i think i think we're like like you had both mentioned i think we're in a good position and um i think we will at some point um and it might not be until the playoffs but turn the switch on so that uh we can be in a good position Um, and, 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 uh, hopefully make a run for the championship. Um, on on a related note, um, let me, I want to ask you about, uh, Anthony Davis so far and his performance so far. Would you guys, what are you guys thinking about his performance?
0: Well, obviously tonight, you know, he had the hot hand and he was doing really well, but, um, that's purely from a, a shooting standpoint. Uh, you go and look at some of his other stats. He only had a single rebound tonight. I definitely want to see some more action underneath. Um, those rebounds can can be everything in a game. Um, it's a tall task for him this year. I think he's stretched thin like we've talked about in, in other pods. But, um, you know, he's he's that number two guy on our team uh arguably the number one guy on our team and he's gotta be able to do it all he's gotta be there every night to to pick up those rebounds to uh be that defensive player of the year and to score those points so um i i think he's really excelling in some areas but uh is falling a little bit short in in some others
2: going off that um talking about ad you know, I, I I've been surprised this year, at, um, especially you know LeBron being a year older, and um, in his in his 18th year, and now that um, considering the the amount of time that they had off, it's it's so it's really surprising to me that um, it's been so obvious uh, that you know AD's been the second best player on the team this year. You know, I thought that uh, especially this year, you know at least for the regular season that it would be more AD number 1 LeBron number 2 especially offensively um scoring the ball and and it hasn't really been that way so um that that's definitely been a surprise to me i don't know if if AD um you know if if he's kind of getting used to still like that kind of finding your your pace i guess where you know obviously LeBron's been doing this for a while where he knows what it's like to um, have to pace yourself for a uh, run at the championship, where AD's only really been been past the the second round one time. Um, so I don't know if, if that's what's going on, um, but it, it's definitely been surprising to me that AD has has been obvious, so obviously um, behind LeBron throughout throughout this the start of this year.
1: For sure, I think I think everyone's noticed that I think that uh, AD's performance so far hasn't met the expectations that um, I guess I guess we put about on him, but uh, because of how dominant he was in the postseason and in the finals, right? And I think um, you're right, and I think I agree with you on how he's probably just trying to find. Uh, and and figure things out and and try to figure out how how to pace himself like you said, but uh, you know what I think, you know with with the post seasons that he's had, including with the Lakers and the Pelicans, um, AD has a has that history of of hitting the the on switch uh, come playoff time, right? In 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 tw- in twenty fifteen, he he outperformed his regular season averages. Um, and also in 2018, and just this last one in 2020. I mean, I think, you know, when people talk about, you know, playoff Rondo and playoff LeBron, I think we also need to talk about playoff AD because he's a different beast. He's on a whole new level in the playoffs. I think he's just, like you said, I think he's giving enough effort out there uh, during this regular season to win enough games that we need so that come playoff time he'll turn it on and, and just go, you know, super sane mode.
0: Yeah. I, and I really hope so. And it's funny because Anthony Davis has been really injury prone his entire career. And we've been fortunate enough that, uh, through his first year in LA, he didn't really have any significant problems and hasn't really this season either. Um, I, I think it's a great idea for him to, to pace himself a little bit. Um, and I, I think LeBron knows how to do that better than anybody else and has probably taken him under his wing to, to teach him about that and the things that he does to promote that longevity and, I, I would absolutely prefer Anthony Davis's numbers to be lower during the season so that he's in tip top shape come pre or post season uh, so that he can get us another ring.
1: Uh for sure, man. For sure. Um, you know, I think overall, I think I like where the, the Lakers squad is heading and, you know um, we're 16 and six, so we're doing pretty good. Um, I think guys, I think that does it for today um josh if you want to uh put a plug in for where they can find you here i know that you've done that before in our pod but uh go ahead and 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 put that plug on
2: yeah definitely you guys can uh follow me at uh at josh trail 7 on twitter um you can follow at uh at the lake show life on twitter and at just blog baby as well uh, for, for Lakers and, and Raiders content. Um, and, and, uh, you can read all my stuff there that I contribute as well. And, and all that stuff's posted on my Twitter. And, uh, hopefully I'll be back on here talking to you guys, uh, again, uh, with, uh, with these guys again soon. So, uh, glad to be on again. And thanks for guys for having me.
1: Uh oh, thank you, Josh. Uh, appreciate it for, for hopping on and giving your takes. Um, for sure. You're, you're more than welcome to come again. Um, All right, guys, uh, that does it. Uh, Make sure to follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod. Subscribe and give us a five-star review on Apple Podcast. And follow us wherever else you listen to your podcast. We'd appreciate the follow and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. We're also on Instagram at Lakers Daily Scoop. Uh, Guys, with that said, have a great day. Root for the Lakers, and we'll talk to you next time. Admiral Refrigerator, the door is closed, the light's out. Butter's getting hard, the eggs are cooling, and the jello is jiggling.
0: Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants